To another edition of 48 Shades of Football, everyone's favourite English language podcast about the K League. Uh, my name's Mark. I'm joined as always by Paul. We're Henryless today, um, but I guess he will be the one who will be making sure that he edits it to keep it on time, right? He will be editing it, yeah. Fantastic. Okay, so, Paul, I mean, you chose that intro uh, based on a controversial story from during the week. Can you tell us what the intro was? It was Fix You by Coldplay. Okay. And that's because... Um, various uh, foreigners who have interest in the K-League have been coming up with suggestions to fix the K-League. Okay. Such as reintroducing playoffs. Okay. Which I'm against. Okay. And bringing, <laughs> making a higher foreigner quota, like okay. they're going to do in Japan. Okay. Which I'm against. Me too. I'm against pretty much everything. Uh, and making me fork out for another season ticket next year, which I'm against. Okay. Uh, but we also chose it because there was a story involving an ex-player of one of our two teams who may, may or may not have asked someone to be sent off for him. I thought we were both Soul fans, Mark. Whatever. That's what we're going to talk about later on. Yeah. But the agenda for tonight is to talk about uh, the international fixtures that have just passed. Uh, the Phantom does want me to mention something about playoffs, uh, which we'll get to, I guess, maybe around the match fixing section. Um, last week we talked about the return of Che Yong Soo. Yep. This week we had the return of another hero, uh, which we'll talk about in a minute. We'll go over the FA Cup game that ended up with the most the craziest penalty shootout ever. Winners and losers. The match like fixing. Mostly losers this week. Mostly, there's no winners this week. Uh, and a quick preview of the the last K1 fixtures before the split and the K2 fixtures that now probably matter more than they did uh, a mere five days ago. Because the police have officially announced. They've officially announced that they're not sure what's going to happen. <laughs> so I thought, I thought they'd announced they weren't going to recruit anyone. Yes, so. But they would like the K-League to explore other options. They would indeed. Um, playing with a squad of 14. So basically, we talked last week about how on Instagram there was a photographic petition that was going to be uh, asking for signatures. Not the petition, but people asking for signatures at the Korea versus Uruguay game. Uh, good friend of the podcast and avid listener, uh, Dumbarton Tom, or King Kenny, however he wants to be known today, uh, refused point blankly to sign the petition when it was thrust under his face. Then the petition was moved online for the Korea versus Panama game and advertised apparently during said game. Yep. Uh, all to no avail because. Although, whether you could find it amongst the uh, anti refugee <laughs> petitions uh, all the rage nowadays is another matter. <laughs> yeah, we tread carefully to not get taken off the air for two and a half years. Um, I think going down the Yemeni refugee crisis might finally get us um, taken off, yeah. Um, but big shout out to my uncle Bob. So back to K League. The petition is still in the process of being signed, but I guess the K League have asked the police finally, what are you going to do? 
The police have said that they will not recruit any new members to both their baseball or their uh, football teams. They wanted the K-League to explore other options. Not quite sure what those other options would have been. Then the K-League has point blankly refused to explore any other options other than the recruitment of new players. So would you be against the K-League exploring other options? There is one option that's very obvious to me. Recruit university kids. That simple. If you want to beat it by maybe, I don't know if there's any money the police has to pay to FC Seoul for Juicy John, I have no idea. But the sure as hell isn't any money to be paid to Yonsei University for like Kim Do-Hwan, right? Um, so if you want to survive as a club to get the three fans who come and see you every week to come, then recruit 14 university kids. So well, that's just kicking the ball down the road for another year, right? Is there any difference between them folding this year and folding next year? But the, the police themselves as an entity cannot keep going without recruiting players. You can't have a police team with no players. They have a police team with no fans. You can't have a police team with no players as well. So at the moment it's like a band-aid, right? Do you rip it off now and fold the team or do you find the, explore these other options to rip the band sl- off, band-aid off slowly over the next 12 months? Well, according to Tom, the petition that was there at the Uruguay game was actually to extend their current I think the police team contract is going to expire in 2020 anyway. Yeah. Uh, and it was to extend that further for a, for a further five years. But with what? I, don't, I keep saying this. I don't understand. Unless what the police want to do is be able to buy players or be able to loan players, you know, in, in a different system. You know, that exists as a football team. Like, I believe... the. Thai Police FC does I don't think it's military service there I think that's just a team owned by the police and I think maybe that is the option that they want the K-League to explore Then they'd have to bring bribes back to Korea to be able to do that right? Yeah. To get the transfer fees to play some of the players uh, was released some stats this week about um, the, the top, top paid players in Korea and their efficiency in terms of one per appearance, one per goal one per assist Okay. In terms of actual gross salary, Kim Shinook, we'll do it in dollars, mm-hmm. giving out a one thousand one to one dollars exchange rate. Kim Shinook, one one and a half million. Edward Chombuk, one point four. So this is two thousand seventeen. Mm-hmm. Dayan at Seoul, one point three. Lopez at Chombuk, a million. Edonguk, a million. Santos at Suwon, eight hundred. Jonathan at Suwon, seven hundred. Uh, cost per appearance, the. Lowest was Jonathan at $24,000 per appearance. Okay, that, that's not bad, I guess, right? Yeah. I mean, he and he did throw out his fair, his fair share of important goals, right? But in terms of uh, efficiency, Lopez was the worst because he was the fourth, fourth highest paid player, but he was the most expensive in terms of uh, cost per appearance. In terms of goals, Lopez only scores you a goal every $250,000. Oh, wow. A quarter of a million ago. Whereas Dayan will score you a goal every $70,000 and Jonathan will score you one every $30,000. The Wookiee, $154,000 per goal. In terms of assists, the Wookiee will give you an assist every $1.5 million. <laughs> so he got presumably one assist last year. Which is incredible for a guy who's six foot five, right? Yeah. Whereas Edonguk will give you an assist every $200,000. Uh, in terms of shots... Jonathan costs you $6,000 per shot. Uh, the Wookiee, $26,000 per shot. 
These are shots, not shots on target, right? Shot, shots on shots, yeah, just shots. Because <laughs> when you add shots on target, the kick goes up to about fifty thousand dollars. In terms of uh, total, like salary for the team per point earned, who do you think gets you points for the least cost? I have no idea, actually. Tegu. Yeah, Tegu's total salary uh, was forty million dollars. Okay. Last year. Is that right? Four million dollars. Four million dollars. They got forty-seven points uh, for a cost of eighty-three thousand dollars per point, which is value for money. Yeah. Okay. In terms of efficiency, no, it, like the worst worst value, obviously Chumba because they've got a huge salaries, fifteen, sixteen million, uh, almost twice as much as Sol in second. So they're getting you a point every $200,000. Wow, okay. But probably worst off is uh, Chunnam, salary of $4.5 million, uh, a point every $130,000. Because they probably can't afford that. Yeah. So. So, 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 so there you go. And if you're interested in reading more about that, I guess we'll, we'll, try, and cal- we'll try and convert it into a blog at some point over the next week or so, yeah? Yeah, blogger Henry will do that. Sweet. Excellent. Okay, cool. So, that being said, uh, all that money um, doesn't take into account, obviously, when players are not playing international. So, this week, um, when we last talked, it was uh, on the same evening as the Korea-Uruguay game. Did you watch it? Uh, I did not. Okay, it finished uh, 2-1 to Korea. Um, Not what we predicted at all. uh, I predicted, you predicted they would lose 2-0, I said they would lose 2-1, or vice versa. Um, it must be added that Wang Yijo scored the, f- the first goal then Uruguay decided they were going to attack and equalised but then Korea scored the, and won 2-1 Wang Yijo scored because Son Heung-min who didn't have the bottle to take an important penalty in the Asian Games has since taken two and missed both by hitting the post both times <laughs> and other players converting the rebound uh, I did tweet about it and I'm not going, to talk about, not going to talk much more about it but if you don't have the bottle you take a penalty when it matters don't try and be a captain when it doesn't conversation finished okay so Wang, so Wang Yijo turned in his rebound uh, and Son got all the plaudits from the from the little man boys and fan childs fan boys in the crowd as he did on Tuesday Lots of screams and Fast forward to Tuesday And I didn't see Any of the game whatsoever uh, I saw all of it Although it did take You were me, there right? Yeah It did take me longer To get from Chunan Station To the ground Which is like 3 kilometres Than it did to get from Seoul to Chunan Station Which is about 100 kilometres <laughs> Okay uh, It was packed But Well They might have sold All the tickets But not everybody Turned up for sure Because okay. there were Big, big patches of grey uh, They were sort of Touting as a sellout At the end Saying 25,000 people Fourth fourth match this calendar year that they've sold out okay blah 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 uh, and to be fair it was quite entertaining um, Panama looked like absolute um, what's the word dog okay in the first half uh, and Korea uh, were 2-0 up in no time at all okay uh, a couple of well taken goals second half completely different story Panama came out they got one back um, pretty early on uh, and then uh, Cho Hyun Woo made an absolute clanger with a really poor back pass out which went to a defender who panicked and passed it back but it didn't go anywhere so the Panama player got it ran on uh, equalised 
to it. Um, both teams had chances to win after that, uh, but it finished to all. Okay. So, being at the game, how many do you think actually turned up? If you say, if you, there's a reason for this question. Okay. If you say that twenty five thousand is the actual capacity, and that's what they announced, then I would say probably twenty three and a half, twenty four. Okay. So you're looking at almost a full sellout for a, a meaningless friendly against Panama. Yep. Right? I mean, sell out, definitely sell out for the Uruguay game. Um, they did do the whole display and, and, and everything else, yeah? Yep. So Korea, since winning the Asian Games, effectively sold out to two stadiums, yeah? Also, uh, on the same night, uh, was, not the same night, the night before, sorry, was the wildcard match uh, in the KBO, in the baseball, which is basically like the team that doesn't make the playoff the team that finishes like sixth or something or fifth plays against the, the team that is in the playoff. If the wild card team wins, uh, they go through or something like that. I can't, I can't, I'm not quite sure how it works because, to be perfectly honest, I hate playoffs. Like, anyway, but that stadium was not full. I think almost full, right? So maybe like 16,000 or so, 18,000 or whatever a baseball stadium holds. It ranked something like six points uh, on the, the TV ratings. Okay. Okay. 24 hours later, they uh, Celtic Panama, that would have ranked higher. Korea Panama again ranked 12 points on TV ratings. So. Uh, and 24 hours later, a, a TV show showing some random foreigners. <laughs> Got one point. But anyway, uh, so the point that I want to make here is, and it's not about anything that anyone else has said, but the point I want to make is that even we look at baseball as being this amazing thing that, you know, Koreans love baseball they don't watch football uh, you know they, we, have to kick, we have to compete with baseball so we should copy a, 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 everything baseball does you know cheerleaders beer in the stadium playoffs whatever right plain simple fact is a meaningless friendly played in Korea between Korea and Panama that meant nothing got double the ratings figures of an actual KBO playoff match but the, the equivalent of a, a wild card uh, playoff game in the K-League would be something Based on the current table, it would be something like uh, Kangwon versus Cheju, let's say, for sixth yeah. place. How many people do you think would watch that mm. on TV? That, I get your point. But the point I'm trying to make is that the issue that you have is not actually that Koreans don't like football. It's that Koreans don't like K-League. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you do with the K-League in terms of if you have playoffs or if you have, like, you know, toss of a coin in the last day of the season with like the, the, the 12 captains, it doesn't make any difference. The problem is right now with Kareen's perception of K-League is it's guff. And just randomly throwing a couple of playoff games at the end of the season is not going to make a single bit of difference. Neither is, you know, like moving it and having, the, I don't know, like starting it earlier in the winter so it's, it finishes in the summer. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like what the K-League needs to do is remarket, rebrand, come back and sell it. And right now, Koreans would rather watch Son Young Min and scream for 90 minutes at the top of their voice. I'm talking about growing men screaming at the top of their voice every time he touches the ball because they view that as being far better to watch than anything else that's on their TV. Uh, I've got a question for you. So I think the K-League's gone downhill since they split the one division into two mm -hmm. and everyone's playing each other like three or four times a year now. Uh, and they had to. They were basically forced to that by the uh, the the Asian Football Association, right? Uh, but in Australia, there's no promotion and relegation system, right? So why aren't they affected that way? Uh, maybe there's too many teams in Korea. I'm not really sure. And also, you, you can assume that 
if the police are going to fold at the end of this year, that means Cates will be down to nine teams. Well, that's the thing. So, so they might they 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 may rush through Yongin. They may offer it to Pochan Mipo. I have no idea. I, I, I don't know. Nobody knows me. Mipo. Not Mipo. Mopo. Mopo. <laughs> I, always, I always say Mipo is a Mopo. Mipo went down the toilet a couple of years ago. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I have no idea what they're going to do. Um, I mean, personally, I think any league that has a split is always going to collapse in a bundle anyway. I think splits are a car wreck. They're a disaster. They did not save Scottish football. They did not save Austrian football. And Albanian, I think, was what we based it on. Um, so anyway, anyway, splits are terrible. Get rid of the split, then I'll start talking. Okay. Uh, without Henry, we're getting sidetracked again. We are indeed. No, well, that was all part of what we're talking about. But it was well, too long, too long. Too much depth. Let's move on swiftly. So the FA Cup... Blue Wings versus Jeju. Yeah. Everyone thought, well, we all know how that's going to pan out. Yeah. And then the day before, Blue Wings announced an amazing turnaround, an amazing revelation that manager Saw, who quit a mere six weeks ago, yeah. he's back. <laughs> he's back. He's back indeed for six for six games. Did you watch the game? I saw most of the, the second half and the penalties. Um, the second he, half, extra time in the penalties. Did he make any changes to the sort of starting eleven? Uh, I don't know the starting eleven of Blue Wings. I don't know. I don't think he made any changes. I mean, Dehan was there. I, I didn't see any glaring ones, to be perfectly honest. So, uh, I watched the no, because I, I mean, Shin Dehan, um, Yom Ki Hyun. That's story because I know they were all there. I mean, the team practically picks itself. Yeah, anyway, doesn't yeah. It? Not like they've got much strength in depth. Not really. Uh, Dayan scored after about two minutes, mm-hmm. a pretty well taken goal. Uh, I kind of watched it till half time. Half time came around. Then I took over? Well, I was watching it on my phone, so I switched off to do other things. I promptly forgot the game was on. <laughs> I didn't realise. <laughs> okay. So, um, you want to take what through what yep, You watched half. the best bit of the game, obviously. Second half, Jeju equalised. Yeah. Uh, ball came in. I think it was, well, I'm going to say it was Patch and Poe across the in, and uh, Jeju striker headed it. Uh, Shin should have saved it it was low but it was right at his hands and they let it through his hands then what Jeju did was they just they did that same cross and same header like six attacks in a row so Jeju probably had Subban on the back foot but it was the same thing just like down the left wing cross it in same header uh, it was terrible it was one each come extra time then the Blue Wings scored uh, to make it 2-1 strangely enough I don't actually remember that goal when I was sitting watching it uh, corner I think it was came in uh, terrible marking by Jeju uh, and the guy volleyed in at the back post and then two, but on 120 minutes Diego Marquez uh, popped up and bundled the ball over the line to take it to uh, penalties so that was it it was like okay penalties uh, obviously Blue Wings had beaten John Book in penalties so Shin looked a little bit more comfortable and confident than maybe he would have been two months ago or something uh, he started it was because of because it's the FA Cup yeah uh, it was the the tennis tiebreak style which I think is fantastic ABBA yep so take us through who, who missed what so the first penalty Dehan scored the first one for Sue one yep for Blue Wings the first two Jeju penalties were missed yep and then the Sue one guy stepped up and missed his penalty yep uh, and then Yom scored his penalty, which is the third one, right? So that's 2 0 after three Suwon ones and two yeah. Jejus. Then Jeju missed. No, then Je- yeah, Jeju missed the third one. Yeah. Uh, Shin saved that again. And then Jeju scored the fourth one. So that's 2 1 after four Jeju. Then Suwon guy stepped up, missed. missed. 
Two one after four each. Yep. And then the Jeju keeper uh, had the final, had the fifth Jeju penalty. Quite why there was a keeper who took the fifth penalty, I don't know. We're not talking about the tenth or the eighth or the ninth, we're talking about the fifth penalty. And he stepped up and he blazed it right well, off the bar. I always said keepers should take penalties more often because they are used to like thumping a ball. Mm. And as long as they can keep it down, they should be able to get a decent amount of power up. Yeah, as long as they can yeah. keep it down. It literally went all the way out the stadium. Well, I've just caught it now. <laughs> it was boot right out, right? Um, so, terrible, terrible, terrible penalty. And that was it. Suwon blew in through to the semi final to meet Osan. So, did Suwon look any different to how they did against Chumbuk or against Gamba in recent weeks under the whoever it was who, who was their interim coach? Uh, they looked better than they did against John Book, but that you can't really comment on that because they didn't try against John Book. Uh, against Kashima, they were great for us. Half terrible second half. Um, so I'm going to say saw brought nothing to it any different from the caretaker did. Okay, and well, while we're still talking about Suwon, might as well. They've got the second leg of the ACL coming up next Wednesday. Wednesday, seven pm kickoff, I believe. In Suwon. In Suwon, yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you think will happen? It's precariously Perth at three two Kashima, I believe. Yeah. I think we talked about this last time, but I think Suwon will win by the number of goals it's not enough. So I think Suwon will win two one. Or four three or whatever it takes that that knocks them two, out. Two one will be enough. So then it'll be four, four three. three, something like yeah. that. Some some stupid. I think Suwon because Suwon as good as Shin is at penalties, he's not good anywhere else and the defence is pretty poor. But Dehan looks on fire. So I'm gonna Predict Dehan scoring a couple, uh, but them them conceding too many at the back and crashing out. It may very well go to penalty. It takes a time, but I don't think they'll go through. All right, uh, right. Next thing to talk about match fixing. So really, it's ugly head again. It has indeed. So the story seems to be that ex Songnam and Pusan defender uh, Jang Hakyung uh, offered a police defender. Uh, he basically offered 50 million for the guy to get a red card. The guy said no and reported them to the police. They, they kill it first and then the police. And got his 50 million anyway, in terms of. He got 70. He got 70 million? 70 million. That not that match fixing? Yeah. So basically, what happened was this the, he, Jang has been, has been arrested. Can't really talk much about it other than the fact to say he's been arrested. Don't know if he's. Been, I don't even know if he's guilty or not so as we've seen in the K-League after the John Book uh, fiasco or maybe the Gyeongnam one whatever one uh, put in place an incentive that says if a K-League player refuses a bribe and reports it to the K-League uh, they can be paid anything between 10 million and 100 million depending on the bribe that they were offered themselves and the importance of the game so Kim Hansek handsome handsome so he was offered 50 million he knocked it back he went to the K-League the K-League got the police involved Jang has been arrested not found guilty as far as I'm aware and the K-League has now paid handsome 70 million for reporting him but that's going to be match fixing because he knew that he had to take extra care not to get sent off in that game to collect his reward so uh, that, I mean that's my opinion right so my opinion is that he probably shirked out of tackles uh, all, all through the game I don't I, I don't even know how the, how the game finished to be perfectly honest I, I, I guess he should have not played that game at all yeah. um, so cut a long story short the guy refused 50 million and made 70 million instead which is a huge salary for any K2 player just before we move on uh, I've got one question for you obviously mm-hmm. there have been two match fixing scandals over the years there was the Chombuk one and then there was the big Kyungnam one before that um, where was your man Chang Young playing at that, that time? Um, Pusan. 
So he was at Busan. He was at Busan for the all, Jumbo all one. that time. He was at Busan for the Jumbo one, definitely. He was a song name for the original one. Should they go back and look at. Potentially. Um, song name were involved, I believe, in three of the games during that initial, the original one away back in the day. All right. But definitely with the Jumbo timeline, I'm sure he was at Busan during the Jumbo timeline. Okay. Uh, there were, of course, a couple of K2 games last weekend. You were indeed. I believe you went to one. I did. I went to uh, Tanchon to see Songnam versus Guangzhou. Huge game. Songnam, uh, going into that game, had one win in five. Coming out of it, they've got one win in six. They could have put all this to bed, like, so there was no discussions about what happened if the police didn't make it up, right? Because, I mean, Songnam should be... Six or eight points clear the top of the league, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Uh, t- t- horrendous run of form. Uh, we took the lead. Sean Hill uh, scored a cracking goal, uh, knocked down from a corner, and he turned and volleyed it uh, from about 10 yards out. Then they fell asleep, and they conceded two quick goals to Guangzhou. Sean Hill um, equalised a fantastic header across from the left-hand side, and he headed it past the keeper. Two each at half-time, uh, and then 45 minutes of guff. Okay. The second half was basically both teams trying not to lose because of the importance that the game had. Songnam couldn't afford to let the place get any further in front and Guangzhou needed the point to keep them in touch with the playoffs if the place folded. But the police won 2-0. Uh, the day after Ansan, so they did go further ahead. I watched that game, completely bossed Ansan off the pitch. Ansan created nothing. Anyang beat Puchon 1-0 away. Yep. Pusan beat Elan 3-1. Yep. On uh, Sunday as well, yeah. And surprise of the week was Suwon defeating Tejon 3-2 at home. Yeah, last minute goal. So that gives Arsan a four-point gap over Songnam, who have a five-point gap over Pusan, who two points ahead of Tejon, and Kwangju eight points behind. Yeah. So basically, well, the piece have folded, so second place should get promoted. As you said, Songnam have a five-point gap with four games to go. And then two points after that is Dejon. Busan and Dejon meet at the weekend. Songnam travel to the police at the weekend, and Suwon travel to Guangzhou. So six of the top seven teams are playing each other this weekend. So you just something's got to give. You've just done your predictions there. Do you want to say who's going to win? Guangzhou Suwon. Uh, I believe Suwon are uh, after that victory over Dejon. Suwon will win. And San Puchon. And San Puchon. That game, yeah, nothing each. Eland Anyang. Uh, Eland must get something at some point in time in their lives. Uh, away win. <laughs> Tejon Pusan. Pusan. I hope for a draw, but I think it'll be a home win. And Asan Songnam. I hope for an away win, but I think it'll be a draw. Okay. And the match to avoid? The match to avoid is on, has got to be anything involving Eland, to be perfectly honest. Uh, and the, the must see match, top of the table clash? Asan Songnam or is that going to be a, a bold draw uh, I'm going to say the game you, you must watch is going to be Dejon Pusan Pusan two fantastically informed teams right now despite okay. Dejon losing to Suwon okay should we do the K1 previews or should we do our winners and losers uh, are there winners Shin Hwa Young Shin Hwa Young yep penalty, the, the new penalty killer which he learnt from watching uh, Yu Sang Hoon when he was playing for Paul Hang right probably yeah <laughs> Losers. Losers. Uh, K-League football again. No, for losers, I'm going to say losers are 
um, going to be the men who had no voice the day after the Panama friendly because they spent 90 minutes screaming at Son Young Man. Okay. Right. In the K1 this weekend. Shoes games. Yep. <laughs> no, there's not. There's nothing to play for. So Chongbuk are home to Incheon. Incheon. Uh, the advertisement for this Paul I'm just merely saying this to piss you off yeah. the advertisement for this is a John Book shirt being held up while a finger points at the six star because they've now won six trophies pathetic <laughs> so that, yeah, that's my opinion as well seriously it's not to, it's not next season yet it's literally a week later and they're pointing at six stars come on um, so prediction John Book and Chan um, they're going to get a bloody nose yep I think so too I actually think Inchon will win that 2-1 that's not what I predicted in, the, in my prediction league but that's <laughs> now what I'm going to go and change it to ok we obviously have uh, Jeju Jeju Seoul Jeju Seoul um, I think Seoul might edge it oh I said come on the chief factor it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a one each draw Draw. Those used to be like high scoring draws, like three or four yeah, or something yeah. like that. So I don't think we'll see that, but. I think we'll see a draw. So, Su won against Pohang. Uh, I mean, after 120 minutes in the FA Cup, after Pohang having a rest, I'm going to say Pohang could, could, could push the Blue Wings all the way. A way win. Uh, okay, Ulsan Kang won. Uh, I can only see a home win. Ulsan are a great team at times. When they get when they collect, they're a fantastic team. Taegu Chonnam. Shoes game at the bottom of the table, right? Shoes game for Seoul as well. Uh, uh, home win. And Kyungnam Sangju. Home win. Home win. Gotta be home win. Okay. Just before we close up, the FA Cup draw was made for the semis. Ulsan Suwon. Chonnam Taegu. Yep. Who do you fancy for the final? Uh, who, who do I fancy or who do I hope? Who do you fancy? Uh, Ulsan Jonam. What do I hope? I obviously hope it's a Blue Wings Daegu final. Blue Wings, so I can go to one of the legs. And Daegu, because that they, it's a two legged final. And Daegu, I think that means, I'm not sure if that, if that means Daegu are second because they're the second fixture, right? I'm not sure if that's how it works. But it would be great if the second leg of the final, I hate two legged finals, but if the second leg of the final was in Daegu World Cup Stadium as their last game before they move next season to their new stadium that would be an epic last game are we sure they're going to be there next season well unlike Buchan they've at least got a Airfix model <laughs> on a table <laughs> that they're taking photographs of <laughs> whether this actually physically exists I don't know but they have an Airfix model at least ok uh, it's been good as ever yep um, I've got somewhere to be so okay, I'd so, love to talk more so I guess we talked about models relocations ear fix yep will we let Henry choose the outro <laughs> damn busters damn busters it is